It's so beautiful. The Word of God, it's so beautiful. It is contested daily by millions, but always correct, always true and righteous altogether. God's Word is a sure foundation, a place to build a life that lasts forever. To the unsaved, the Scriptures are a mystery that their academics have found impossible to solve. But to the born again, it is the children's bread. Matthew chapter thirteen ten through 15 And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. Therefore I speak unto them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have they closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. One must be born into God's house as his child in order to understand the Scriptures. Have you begun to understand the mystery? Have you been born again, born a second time? Have you surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory? Would you like to have all your sin and even your shame expunged from your record? Do you want answers to all your questions and solutions to all your problems? God said, man said, has good news for you. Today is your day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Today, you will begin to understand the beautiful book. Now for today's subject. God said, Colossians chapter 1, 13 through 19, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Man said, Forget God. All we need is time and chance. Now the record. Men in academia are searching for proof of a godless beginning, but they are searching for a beginning. Albert Einstein was determined to find the underlying theory of everything, a theory that science still seeks for today. The unified field theory is their quest to find the one common denominator that is foundational to all that is. So they are looking for the ultimate source of all that is. Einstein said, the field is the only reality. This is the second feature in the series titled, The Amazing Parallels and the Theory of Everything. In the field of science, the search continues, and as they get closer, they will discover that the children of faith have been there all the while. The Word of God is beautiful. Surely, 
a place to build a life. Darwin's position was that as scientific knowledge increased and with the proposed discovery of multitudes of missing links, the irrelevance of God would be established, but the contrary has been the case. Today's science has discovered amazing things that consistently shout God. For example, scientists have concluded the following. One, that your DNA is a four-letter construction alphabet made up of sentences, paragraphs, chapters, and volumes confirming the Bible's teaching that all things are made out of words. Scientists have concluded that the human mind is now known to have infinite capabilities— confirming Genesis 1, 26 and 27, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image in the image of God created he him male and female created he them. Scientists have concluded that the universe is the product of basically nothing, certifying Romans 1.20, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without escape. Scientists have concluded that the first law of thermodynamics asserts that matter cannot be created or destroyed, but can only change form. What we have is all there is. No new matter is being created, confirming Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it nor anything taken from it, and God doeth it, that men should fear before him. That which hath been is now, and that which is to be hath already been, and God requireth that which is past. Scientists have concluded, after discovery of soft tissue and dinosaur bones, that their theory of fossilization needs to be revisited, instead of the obvious, God's 6,000-plus-year-old earth. The undeniable proof that God and his word are true and righteous altogether abounds, but they hold their ears and continue to deny. Let not your hearts be troubled, my brothers and my sisters. Your faith is being and shall be rewarded. This is God Said, Man Said feature article 512 that proves the full veracity of the word of God. These features are archived in text and streaming audio for your edification and as ammunition for the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, God said, man said, grows by one. Welcome. We are pleased to have your company. May the face of the Lord shine upon you with light and truth. Keep in mind, the title of this series is The Amazing Parallels and the Theory of Everything. In the first feature of the series, we discuss the following parallels, and in a way, they are opposites, but parallel thought. The carnal camp versus the kingdom of God. The carnal, unbelief in the biblical record. The children of faith, full faith in the word of God. The carnal, searching for origins of life. The children have found the origin of life. The carnal, searching for life in outer space. The children found the life in outer space. The carnal, searching for possible extraterrestrials among us. The children have encountered and interacted with the extraterrestrials among us. The carnal, 
searching for the proper dialogue to have with extraterrestrials if and when they encounter one. The children, a supernatural language received by the church on the day of Pentecost to communicate with God himself. The carnal, searching for that something in the void that controls all we see. The children, God. Everything they're searching for, the children have already found. Let's consider some more of the amazing parallels. When the infamous atheist evolutionist Richard Dawkins was flummoxed in a debate by the obvious staggering incredulity of the evolutionary hypothesis, he suggested we, have made, uh, we may have been seeded from outer space. Mr. Dawkins is correct. We have been seeded from outer space. God, who was somewhere other than the universe when he created it just over 6,000 years ago, seeded the earth. Consider the following passages concerning plant life, Genesis 1, verses 11 through 13. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind, and God saw that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the third day. Concerning animals and humans, Genesis chapter 3, 14 and 15. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel." As scientists study light in their search for the beginning, they have come to some startling conclusions. A few excerpts from the renowned professor of psychology, medicine, neurology, psychiatry, and surgery, Gary Schwartz, Ph.D., in his book, The G.O.D. Experiments Concerning Light, follow. 1. Photons are lights, Dr. Schwartz writes. Remember, infinitely small photons are presumed to reflect the building blocks of everything in the known physical universe. As the Bible says, and contemporary physics supports, the universe began with light. Number two, concerning essential life codes, Dr. Schwartz states, A number of questions may come to mind. Many people wonder if it's possible that essential codes for life are carried on the dynamic spectrums coming from the sun. Others ask if it's possible that what we see as self-organization on the earth is made possible at least in part by the dynamic formation fields that are continuously emitted by the sun. And does the sun create morphological fields that help guide, organize, and design what we experience as dynamic physical life? Moreover, is the sun itself a gigantic antenna receiver, transmitter of invisible, intelligent G.O.D. field signals? 3. Finally concerning light, Dr. Schwartz writes, Photons not only have a kind of immortality, which is how we can see light that has traveled for millions, if not billions of years, but they also provide information with such precision and accuracy that incomprehensibly huge amounts of information can be contained in incomprehensibly small spaces. Note, if billions of light years have you puzzled in regard to the Bible's young earth, click on to the following. 
Most scientists are probably not aware that 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 reads, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. James chapter 1, verse 17, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. The children of faith are already there, the source of everything is the God of light. Many scientists now theorize that there is a parallel or multiple parallel universes all around us separated by the thinnest of membranes. Amazingly enough, there is an invisible organization of life, even eternal life. Jesus Christ declared the magnificent truth of the invisible kingdom in Luke chapter 17, 20 and 21, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. The children hear the scientists knocking, but only the children can enter in. Mark chapter ten thirteen through 15. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not. For of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. Show me something I can experience with my senses and I will believe, clamor the foolish. But science has long had an understanding that the invisible controls all that is experienced by the senses. More excerpts from Dr. Schwartz follows. What does it imply to you when science discovers the existence of an infinitely interconnecting invisible field that unifies and holds the entire universe together? Newton viewed the integrating force of the universal gravitational field as being a physical expression of the existence of a God who was not only unifying, but was universally loving too. It's well known that most of the energy and information that science has documented as existing in the universe cannot be directly experienced through our five senses. What we see with our eyes as exquisitely complex and beautiful as it is experienced through vision, reflects only a tiny number of all photons in the universe. The invisible frequency spectrum of light is but a tiny slice of the entire electromagnetic phototonic frequency spectrum of energy discovered and accepted by current science. Invisible fields affect the functioning of every cell in our body to various degrees. Einstein said, the field is the only reality. Einstein was driven to discover a unified field theory. He never reached his goal. Physics tells us in no uncertain terms that invisible fields, including gravitational, electromagnetic, and quantum fields, are the rule, not the exception, in nature and the universe. We live in a veritable sea of invisible fields. This infinite sea of fields permeates the vacuum of space with incomprehensibly complex networks of structures and organizations. As astronomer Sten Odenwall writes in Patterns in the Void, Why Nothing is Important, we are forced to confront the fact that something hidden in the void is controlling not just the subtle properties of matter, but the destiny of the universe. As Einstein said it, the field is the only reality. All material things, including living systems, are organized by fields as well as generating them. 
In light of this compelling evidence, logic requires that we entertain the hypothesis that invisible fields play a fundamental role in all physical phenomenon observed in nature and the universe. Finally, Schwartz writes concerning the invisible, These days, physicists are predicting that there will be more potential energy in a single cubic inch of the vacuum of space than represented by all the matter in the universe. End of quote. Now consider 1 Timothy 1.17. Now unto the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. The children are already there. A feature article in the January 2011 issue of Popular Science is titled Mining for Dark Matter, with the subhead, the race to solve one of the biggest mysteries of physics could end with what scientists find 4,850 feet below the Black Hills of South Dakota. A few excerpts follow. Then in 2007, the National Science Foundation decided that an 8,000-foot hole would be the perfect place to put its proposed Deep Underground Science and Engineering Laboratory, or DUSEL, a massive research complex that will include the world's deepest underground lab. Now a team of physicists and former miners have converted Homestake's shipping warehouse into a new surface-level laboratory at the Stanford Underground Laboratory. They've painted the walls and baseboards white and added yellow floor lines to steal visitors around giant nitrogen tanks, locker-sized computers, and plastic-shrouded machine parts. Soon they will gather many of these components into the lab's clean room and combine them into Lux, the large, underground xenon dark matter collector, which they will then lower halfway down the mine, where if all goes well, it will eventually detect the presence of a few particles of dark matter, the as-yet-undetected invisible substance that may well be what holds the universe together, end of quote. Billions of dollars are being spent to discover the theory of everything. A short list of underground efforts follows. A cryogenic dark matter search, too, in a mine in Minnesota. Xenon 100 located in Italy under the Grand Sasso Mountain. Large Hadron Collider, located deep underground in Switzerland. Carnal science will always fall short in their quest for the theory of everything, for they have rejected the childlike explanation, and they forgot to read Romans 11.33. Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God! How unsearchable are His judgments and His ways past finding out! Man is drilling holes and searching the skies for the theory of everything, but the answer is breathtakingly close. God said, Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 through 19, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. 
Man said, forget God. All we need is time and chance. Now you have the record.